Hello everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. This podcast is sponsored by tenofthose.com. Ten of those hand-packed with the best Christian books that point to Jesus and sell them at discounted prices. The more you buy, the cheaper they get. Check them out at tenofthose.com after the episode. And welcome to Wordfield Hearts. I'm Sarah, I live in the UK, and this is my sister Felicity, and she lives in the US. Now, Felicity, you seem to have an interesting um, contraption going on in your mug there, as far as I can see. Can you tell me what you've got going on? Yes. Hello, everyone. Yeah, I have um, entered just a a new sort of plane of tea making here. Um, I got given a kind of tea strainer and some tea leaves, and so I've gone for the kind of Earl Grey steeped. You leave it for three minutes and then you take it out. And it's not a tea bag. It's um, it's kind of loose. I was thinking you said last time you don't like um, Earl Grey because it's a bit floral. I mean, this is definitely floral. You can literally see the flowers. <laughs> I wouldn't like that. But does it? T- do you do you love it? How oh, how yeah. great compared to the tea bag Earl Grey? Oh uh, well, I just like the whole process, <laughs> and um, it probably is a bit more delicate. I feel like I'm in some kind of posh London cafe. So all in all probably more about the experience than the taste being that much different <laughs> and I have a quite a delicate biscuit to go with it actually it's a it's just a shortbread covered in chocolate but it's been but decorated very nicely <laughs> <Lovely>. <laughs> what about you what's in your uh, refreshment well uh I've got a hot Ribena today oh interesting mm. you might have to explain Ribena it's not a common thing over here okay Ribena is um it's a hot squash which again squash i know is a vegetable over there it's a hot juice <laughs> a hot juice black currant it's if you're going to get a black currant juice this is the one to go for i totally agree it's so good we miss it a lot actually over here interestingly it's much better hot than cold i think it's oh. got a bit of so i've got hot ribena and i've gone for i've gone for a good biscuit today it's a custard cream Ah, for a custard custard cream cream is an interesting biscuit because I don't like custard or cream, but I love a custard cream biscuit. It's like two layers with white filling in the middle. I don't know what it is about a custard cream. It's like this really average biscuit that just like... Yeah, it is the biscuit you get after church most Sundays, isn't it? It's like that and the chocolate bourbon and all those. For, for the Americans listening, it's, it's kind of like, in many ways, it's the cheapest biscuit you can get, but it really has uh, some high qualities. <laughs> um, in, in Aldi, this was 23p for a pack of 40 or something. Wow. Wow. Impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still enjoying it. That's, that is impressive. <laughs> anyway, uh, have you What's on last week's passage list? Yeah, I feel like it's been in my head. What, like, what have you been mulling on? Yeah, I was mulling on. I was thinking um, Habakkuk asked the question, Lord, what are you going to do about the injustice we see around us? And then God's answer is, I am going to do something. I, I am going to bring justice. And then the, the people he speaks about as the means of that, the tool of that, are the kind of walking examples of injustice. So it's all pretty confusing. but underneath it all or kind of overriding it all we know that God is doing something even though it looks like injustice is kind of almost being increased because the Babylonians are going to come in under God's kind of sovereignty they're going to sweep in and essentially destroy Habakkuk's world and all that he sees that doesn't seem very just but actually God is doing it yeah, I think that's been really, yeah, yeah, that's what I've been thinking about as well, actually, just the kind of, um, the complete knownness of it. 
this isn't a surprise to God because actually he's decided to use the Babylonians mm. as a tool in his hand. Like, you know, this, this terrifying nation are but a tool in his toolbox yeah. to bring about justice and justice that isn't going to feel comfortable in any way for God's people. And I think that's been really sobering, kind of just realising yeah. that. Yeah, um, really helpful. Yeah. Well, yeah. should we crack on with um, Habakkuk's answer? Because obviously he's got another question to throw at God because of what God has just said. <laughs> and I love this because I do think it is the question that we kind of edge towards as well. It's kind of Habakkuk's and our thinking go hand in hand. So he says, so we're reading chapter 1, verses 12 through to 2, verse 1. Are you not from everlasting, O Lord my God, my Holy One? We shall not die. O Lord, you have ordained them as a judgment, and you, O Rock, have established them for reproof. You who are of purer eyes than to see evil and cannot look at wrong, why do you idly look at traitors? And remain silent when the wicked swallows up the man more righteous than he. You make mankind like the fish of the sea, like crawling things that have no ruler. He brings all of them up with a hook. He drags them out with his net. He gathers them in his dragnet, so he rejoices and is glad. Therefore, he sacrifices to his net and makes offerings to his dragnet. For by them he lives in luxury and his food is rich. Is he then to keep on emptying his net and mercilessly killing nations forever? I will take my stand at my watchpost and station myself on the tower and look out to see what he will say to me and what I will answer concerning my complaint. Thank you. Um, wow, well, it's, it's, it's the question, as you say, it's the question we want to know, isn't it? Yeah. What, is, what is he essentially asking? Yeah, well, I think he's, he's basically saying, Lord, you're holy, you're perfect, you're purer than me than us and yet verse 13 why do you idly look at traitors and remain silent when the wicked swallow up the righteous so so how can you kind of look on and even be behind what's going on when you are holy and perfect and pure it just doesn't make sense does it for for holy perfect god to be using these just ugly cruel treacherous people to bring about justice but it's more than that, isn't it? Because he's actually asking why, well, he's saying, why are you silent? But he's saying, why, why are you choosing to use this like despicable people when they're more wicked than us? Mm. Choosing yeah. to, not, like, he's kind of accusing him almost of, um, not delighting in injustice, but uh, what's the kind of phrase? Choosing to ignore the injustices that they're about to commit. Um, and that just seems completely contrary to what, yeah, yeah. Sort of pi- piling on injustice on the injustice in order to supposedly bring about justice, and that that just doesn't seem to make sense, doesn't? And he kind of he kind of follows it through. He says, "Well, this picture is just it's just, it's interesting the image he uses of a kind of almost like a fisherman who's mm-hmm. capturing people in his dragnet, and and almost the the net and the the power and the kind of gathering and the destruction, that is the net. That is the thing which is the picture of what the Babylonians are doing. And then yeah. he says at the end, well, are you just going to let it carry on and on and on? Is this just how it's going to be? Is the, is the fisherman just going to keep on filling his net and emptying it? It's kind of, yeah. It's very interesting, that picture, isn't it? I think I've been struck by that this week, kind of thinking about that, just the kind of um, 
the kind of namelessness of it the the it's yeah if you're a fish in the sea you're just one of many thousands of fish mm-hmm. that are there, aren't you? there's no there's no choosing which 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 one's going to be picked or not like that's just the nature of a dragnet that's the nature of fishing and I think for the fishermen, and, and uh, probably more so, they probably get it more than we do in some ways. Like a fisherman, that's just his daily task. That's just what he does. He catches fish, he throws his net out every day, probably twice a day, throws his net out and catches it. And so there's a kind of unendingness to that, a kind of um, just, this is just what's happening. And so Habakkuk rightly says, like, that could just keep on happening. Is that just what's going to happen? Going to go go on and on and on. And I, the phrase at the end, verse 17 and as he's doing it, he's mercilessly killing nations forever. I mean, those words, that is... Just yeah, it's big, isn't it? So I find that verse 16 is very interesting. Therefore, he sacrifices to his net and burns incense to his dragnet. So before, last week, we had verse 11, where it, where it said, their own strength is their God, and mm. they were looking themselves in verse 7. And now we've got, they sacrifice to their net and burn incense to their dragnet. So again, this kind of image of um, the net is to be worshipped. Yeah, is that, is that what it's saying? The net is the net is the thing that they are sacrificing to. The net is the strength. The net. I think is- that's right. I think the net kind of almost represents their strength, doesn't it? So when he was saying, as you say um, in verse eleven earlier, um, yeah, that's what they're worshiping, and so in the same way, they're worshiping what they do. And I think it. In a way, it's, a, it's quite a um, helpful reminder on the Babylonians, like what's at the root cause of what they're about. They are all about themselves. They don't have a vision beyond themselves. They're not looking up. They're not seeing God. And that then, while this is a really ugly scene, I think then it really helps us that, then to have 2 verse 1. And Habakkuk is different to them. I will stand at my watch post, station myself, and I will look out to see what God will say to me. And the Babylonians are not looking out to anyone but themselves. So while this is horrific injustice going on, then actually there's there's more to the picture than what they're seeing. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, yeah, you know, two verse one is, is key, isn't it? But I think for me, it's been looking at this whole passage and it's bookended with that posture that Habakkuk has. Mm. Because... The way that, again, the way that he asks his question, he frames it with um, kind of almost proclaiming who he knows God to be. Yeah, yeah, that's really true. Yeah. And you're not from everlasting. My God, my holy one, you will never die. Actually, your translation was different on that, wasn't it? What was your translation? Yeah, mine said we shall not die, but I think maybe yours is, is clearer. There's obviously, there's obviously kind of like disagreement, isn't there, to some extent of what that is, but I think you will never die links with your from everlasting yeah. um you lord have appointed them to execute judgment you my rock have ordained them to punish like he's starting with truths he knows about god and he's reiterating what he's heard god say yeah um, and again it's bookended at the end i will wait I w- i'm going to wait for your answer because i'm i'm trusting you yeah. to bring yeah. perspective on what a nightmare situation for god's people and I think that's just extraordinarily, it's, it's amazing to kind of just see Habakkuk's perspective and how he chooses to frame his question. Mm, that's really helpful, really ha- helpful. I hadn't really um, dwelt on that. Yeah, the bookends of this is who God is, which is actually true of the last bit as well, wasn't it? He started off the whole thing, as you say, he's kind of echoing that same posture of I am going to bring these questions to God, which is such a wonderful thing about this whole question and answer thing that he is directly 
speaking to and therefore waiting on God to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, I'll stand at my watch. Yours is watch post, mine's watch. Like that's that's a kind of um, that's kind of waiting for the enemy, isn't it? That that language is waiting for the enemy to come. Um, you're on watch. You're on guard. So you're standing at the watch post. So it's, I feel like it's both. I'm waiting for the Babylonians to come because you said they're going to come. Yeah. And we need guard, but also I'm going to stand and wait for your answer because mm. I'm totally confident that you will answer me. Yeah. And I want to. I want. I want to grow in my perspective of why I'm choosing to use the Babylonians in this terrifying way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's really helpful. And I think I say I think so then as we kind of think, how does this then relate to us and our view? So I think there's a there's an echo for us of needing to have that same posture of asking God, speaking directly to God and then trusting his word, waiting on that word remembering who he is as we look around us and see maybe not this exact thing but we see injustice and you begin to wonder is this outside of God's kind of sovereignty is this outside of what God intended to happen or what he is thinking is a part of his plan and I think as we hear that and see this then it's a really good reminder Habakkuk is still waiting he's still trusting God even though this is a really um, graphic picture of the cruelty and the, the people that are being used to bring about the injustice. But that's not flooring him. It's, he's still looking up. He's still yeah. trusting God. And that's, that's so crucial, isn't it? Like, so we're going to kind of, kind of see through the book of Habakkuk that Habakkuk himself is this example of faith, isn't he? He's an example yeah. of trusting the Lord. But the example that we get of that isn't just blindly trust it's not mm. it's not a kind of um stiff upper lip trust that means mm. i have questions and i can't come back yeah yeah and i can't bring my heart to the lord and say i don't understand why why me why like why us why have you chosen to work in this way yeah i think I don't think we can get enough of that in terms of how we think about this for ourselves. I don't think we can get enough of that kind of reiteration that um, it's okay to come to the Lord like this. Yeah. It's okay to bring our tears. It's okay to bring our frustrations. It's okay to bring our kind of laments and grief over injustice that we see mm. and over wrongdoing that we feel and the, and just our lack of understanding and our lack of, you know, there's there's so many things in the world that you go, I just, I don't understand how that can possibly be happening. Yeah, yeah, I think, no, yeah, that's right. Justice in this life for that. Yeah. And to have this bigger perspective that, are you not from everlasting? You, you know, we're, we're looking to the eternal God. His view of justice is, is just so much bigger than what we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of and what, and what, a, what a gracious thing of God in Habakkuk to give, Habakkuk two questions <laughs> like that he did come back that second time with a second question and so we're as you say that's really helpful we we are this is a right thing this is a good thing to come to God with our heart cry of is this really it because in reality the Babylonian invasion might well have been the last thing that Habakkuk saw like that was kind of how it that's that was it within his sight that was God's justice was the Babylonians and we're going to see as we go on in the book, there's a there's a greater, bigger justice to come. But for Habakkuk himself, I don't think he would have seen much more than this. 
And so for him to then wait on that, trust the Lord in that, even if you don't see the kind of the perfect justice that you think or that you long for, then actually he's still waiting on the Lord. I think that is true for us as well, isn't it? So we are also waiting for a greater, bigger justice, but in our lifetime, right here, right now, we might not see that come about as would be perfect, as we would love it to be. But we wait on the Lord. We trust the word of the Lord. We look to him and we keep bringing our questions and our laments and our kind of like bearing our hearts, laying our hearts bare before the Lord and listening as we do. And I think, I, I wonder whether, yeah, on top of that, as we bring our questions, the heart posture of Habakkuk is really important here in terms of, I know that I can bring my questions to God. I can, and I can be grumpy and I can be frustrated. Mm. I can be just, I'm not, I'm not really wanting to pray. I just feel like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not really willing to get out of my grump. I just, you know, and I think my heart can be very hard towards understanding and really kind of um, letting this truth change my perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I know. My heart soft as I question what does it look like to repent of the the grump, the frustrations, the, mm. the anger that I might be feeling, and repent of thinking that I know better, I know best, I I must know more than God on this one, surely. Yeah, and I think I think probably a part of that is actually helpful here. That's a dialogue, so we also need to be part of the dialogue in that we speak, we ask questions, but we also listen, and that's where the soft the soft heart in listening. To, and being open to hearing what God says, even if we don't entirely see how it all works, or if we don't really think that's the best way, but trusting yeah. that God is God and we're not. Because as you say in verse 12, are you not from everlasting, O Lord, my God, my Holy One, O Rock, you're, you, this is who you are, and remembering that. I think we need to... Uh, really challenging, isn't it? Oh, I feel big. <laughs> Oh, but it's yeah. good it's good for our hearts to feel like this but I do I feel like I need to go away and really properly pray through this and really ask the Lord to help my heart to keep soft to what yeah. he's saying yeah yeah well could you pray for us now yes get us going on that heart work <laughs> let me pray let's pray Father, we thank you so much for this word we thank you so much for your Bible we thank you that it is living and active that your spirit uses it to um, enlarge our perspective, to change our perspective, to deepen our perspective. And we thank you that we've needed that. I've needed that today. We thank you that, um, yeah, we thank you that you you do that through your word. And we thank you so much for what we've seen of, of you today and your character. We thank you uh, for Habakkuk's honest questions and kind of come back to your answer from last week. Mm. And Father, we just, we just ask, Lord, please would you, um, use this word to uh, to grow our trust in you, to grow our faith in waiting for your judgment and your justice, even when we don't see it in this lifetime. Would you help us to have a perspective that is eternal, that is focused on um, you who do not lie, um, who is not evil, who is perfect in every way and um, will bring bring about that ultimate justice even when we don't see it. Um, Father, please um, help us to grow in our perspective as we continue along in Habakkuk. Mm. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I've really enjoyed my delicate Earl Grey tea. 
is almost yeah. finished actually that means it was really good it was very good my rabino is nearly finished as well actually and custard cream went very quickly <laughs> great all right we'll see you i'll see you and I'll others will you. hear us we'll hear us we're getting it we're getting it <laughs> we're getting there um, it's been really great isn't it thanks everyone again for listening along we're really appreciating um doing this together with others even though uh, not obviously chatting with others but the kind of community of people following along with us um yeah. and we look forward to getting stuck into chapter two which is a belter next week isn't it <laughs> absolutely a total belter i um, agree looking stuff. forward to it all right thanks everyone bye bye thanks so much for listening to this episode we hope you've enjoyed it. It's been sponsored by 10 Check them out for great discounted resources that point to Jesus at 10